everyone. You're here with Grads Give Back, the podcast, introducing you to Humber College grads from the Business Marketing Program. Together, we discuss what they're doing now, the journey to get there, and how their time at Humber prepared them to start their careers. You will learn their tips for interviewing, networking, hear their advice on getting started, and much more. Grads Give Back, the podcast. Here we go. A very warm welcome to you and welcome to season two of the Grads Give Back podcast. I am your host, graduate of Humber College's marketing program, Carolia Gosling. Today, I'm talking to 2019 business marketing graduate and previous host of Grads Give Back podcast, James Anderson, market analyst at Nielsen IQ. We will hear more about his journey from business marketing student to market analyst, his experience in previous roles, looking at your transferable skills and the importance of networking. He'll share this and more that will help you get a jump start on your career. So James, welcome to Grads Give Back. Thank you so much. It's exciting to be here. So let's start with a quick introduction of Nielsen IQ. Can you give us a brief overview of what it is and what your role there is? Yeah, so Nielsen IQ is basically a business intelligence consultancy. I know that's a big, sounds like a big fancy term. Essentially, we work, I work in the CPG area, consumer packaged goods, in particular, fast moving consumer goods. So if you think anything in a grocery store or anything in a drugstore, there's more than that, but that kind of gives you the basic idea, things you're buying all the time. And so basically the way it works is I, I essentially work with the marketing people over at all of the manufacturers. So people who make bread products, people who make milk, dairy products, people who make health and beauty products, all those kinds of folks. So I always say my job is marketing adjacent uh, in the sense that I'm not actually doing the marketing, but the marketers at those places contact us because we have all of the data, right? We have all of the, the sales data and we have panel data so we can help them answer questions about those magic four P's of marketing, product, price, place, and promotion. And so based on the question that they ask, we can look at all kinds of different metrics based on all of the data that lives, you know, in, in the database, basically anytime, you know, you are at the drugstore or the grocery store and that little UPC code goes past a scanner that is tracked, that is recorded, and it can be looked at and you can find out amazing insights. Um, and help clients answer, you know, big business questions. They, if they want to la launch a new product, where should they look at? Or, you know, we launched something and we're noticing it's not quite doing so well. Can you help us find out, you know, what might be the issue? So we're able to kind of raise the flags a little bit and say there's this and there's that. And, oh, you might just want to take a look at this over here because there seems to be something odd going on over in that area. And that's, that's basically what we do. And I'm, I'm basically a market analyst with them. Amazing. That's so interesting. Did you see yourself getting into this side of the business when you were taking business marketing? Absolutely not. I, <laughs> I mean, I'll just, I will preface this and fill this in for uh, everyone who's listening. Um, I'm a little bit older, so this was all part of a career change for me. I had done other things. I'd, you know, done theater and acting earlier in my life. I'd been a civil servant at one point, doing lots of customer service things over the years. And so at some point I realized I wanted a little more control over my work life, over my career choices. I, I wanted to choose something 
myself that was interesting to do. And so I'd started back to business school. Um, it was through Humber. Um, I was very lucky that uh, Humber was offering a lot of their courses online. And I was doing a lot of shift work at the time. So I couldn't always guarantee that I would have every Wednesday at 6.30 to 9.30 for 13 weeks free to attend a class on site at campus. So when Humber had so much of their program online, it was great. I could just get started. And I started down the business administration track because I honestly didn't know. I had an arts background. I didn't know what to look at, where to go. And I thought, okay, well, this program seems to kind of cover all of, you know, quote unquote, business from accounting to marketing to finance to, you know, all of HR, all the different aspects. And then eventually over time, I decided just to get the thing done, I would go back to school full time. Um, I was still in the business admin program and I stayed in the business admin program. But in that particular program, there is a point where you can specialize. You can do business electives just to get a better focus on something you might be interested in doing now that you've seen a lot of the other, you know, the general look of everything. And I had realized by that point that it was marketing courses that were the most interesting to me and that most aligned with my past customer service skills so I could leverage previous work. And I know with marketing, there's a lot of presentations that get done that leverages all of my theater work that I had done in the past. And so while I was at Humber full time, I, I, I lined up, I realized that all the courses I was taking to fill out those business electives, those marketing courses were drawn from the marketing diploma, the business marketing diploma at Humber. And because I had already done so many of the courses online, I realized that, you know, if I stayed a little bit longer at school, I could get both diplomas. So that's ultimately what I did. And while I was there, I did get into um, digi the digital marketing track really began to interest me. Um, and um, Professor Christina Clements kind of took me under her wing a little bit and uh, mentored me uh, down that path. So it was wonderful because I thought I had really found a focus. I thought this is where I'm going to look at because it, 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 the design stuff, the creative stuff, like that was all very interesting to me. And I thought I could see myself doing that in some form in digital marketing, social media, something along those lines, website design, something along those lines. Um, and so when I came out of Humber, uh, I did, <laughs> I did actually end up getting a job after a bit of time, I did get a job doing digital marketing, social media, particularly for a digital marketing or sorry, a digital trade publication for the travel industry. And I thought, well, this is my dream. This is my, and this was through a connection that I'd met, um, actually through grads give back. And I, um, I was excited. I thought this is amazing. I, this is like my whole world's coming together. But I started that job on March the 9th of 2020, which as we all know now, mm -hmm. you know, a year and a half later, it was literally the week that the world closed. And so that position ended after about, about a week and a half and I was furloughed. And um, it was actually later on, much later on through uh, the summer of 2020, where I reconnected with someone else um, from the marketing program at Humber. Again, all network stuff. And she had landed at Nielsen. And she talked to me a lot about the role and what it was. Um, she said, this is not digital marketing at all. Um, but when she described the role to me, she said, you have to know marketing in order to do the role. And so, you know, 
I do have a passing interest as well in kind of that exterior stuff that we look at when we're marketing, like what do they call it? the like pestle, the political, economic, social, like I'm interested in all of that. And I'm very interested in consumer behavior as well, why they do the things they do, why is that all happening? So of course, working with all this data, I get answers to those questions, right? And then I can pass those on. So to answer your question simply, no, it's not at all what I thought I would be doing, but it feels kind of like everything I worked towards, you know, even um, when I was interviewing them for the job, they said, okay, your previous experiences in digital marketing and all this, these internships and all these things you do is digital marketing. How, how, basically, how does that relate to this? So a note for anybody who's going into, you know, interviews or whatever, leverage what you've done in the past, right? I said, well, a big part of digital marketing is, yes, you, you put a campaign out there and then you measure it. You look at all of the analytics on the back end, how many likes, how many clicks, how many this, that, and the other, and then you make decisions based on that. And that's basically my job now. I'm just looking at different kinds of data. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mentioned a few times that um, what has led you to these different opportunities is a lot of networking. Um, so maybe could you give us a few tips that you have for how to make the most out of your network or how to make some new connections to add to your network? Of course. Uh, I would say certainly for those who are listening to the podcast and who are currently in the program or about to come out of the program, starting to look for those opportunities, you know, leverage the people around you. Hopefully you've made some good friends or at least some, you know, connections uh, in your time in the program uh, amongst the student body. Also, don't forget the instructors. The one great thing, one of the great things about the Humber Marketing Program is that a lot of the instructors are either current professionals still working in the business, or they have a whole vast, you know, connection, list of connections in their network that they can help you with. So, you know, build those relationships and nurture those relationships. I I will say that the three positions I've had since I finished the program have all literally come because of classmates classmates and professors. Um, I know that, uh, and, and it's really interesting. You don't know where those networks are going to come from because I would say that two of those jobs, two of those connections, yes, they came from the business marketing program, but they actually came out of an extracurricular that I did while I was at marketing. So I, I was involved in the OCMC, the Ontario college marketing competition team. And it was actually my teammate, uh, who is the one who eventually got hired at Nielsen and who was talking to me about Nielsen and, you know, helped sort of open that door for me in a way. And the very first position I got out of Humber was also from another person who'd been, wasn't my teammate, but was on the team, uh, at, at OCMC the year that we did it. So, um, and then great events like, you know, or well, grads get back in the past was a live event. Uh, but now, of course, we're all doing this to, you know, be be new contacts for current students. So, you know, this is a chance to reach out. The, that middle job that I got, that travel marketing job, was because a former student had come and spoken at Grads Give Back. And I read her bio and I thought, this is her job. I do this for fun. <laughs> you know, so I thought, OK, I'm going to get in touch with her. And, you know, it requires a little bit of bravery. You do have to kind of step up and introduce yourself. And hopefully you're speaking to people who represent something that's of interest or a passion for you. That's a really good way, I think, to do it because like, don't try to be everybody's friend. You can't be everybody's friend. You know, Mm -hmm. finding a job is kind of like doing marketing. You have to narrow your niche, right? 
find your spot, find, try to find the people who are looking for you. Don't try to find the world. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I agree with you. I think some of the um, amazing events that Humber has like grads give back when it was live and hopefully one day we'll be live again is a great opportunity to be able to network um, with past grads and, and other guests that come. So I agree. And something I wanted to add to that, people often ask, how do you network? Yes. Because, you know, because it can be an awkward situation. You're introducing yourself to someone in sort of a sort of a quote unquote cold kind of situation. They don't know you. You don't know them. And I always say I always say to people, you know, we all went to public school and we all learned the five W's, you know, who, where, what, why, how. Or there's one H in there and when. Right. You know, you can start a conversation with, hey, you know, where do you work? How how are you? Where do you work? Uh, how do you like that position? You know, what do you like? You, we can, you can ask the questions and that's a great way to just open the door to a conversation. And as you mentioned, it can be very difficult to get put yourself out there. I think now that we're more in a virtual world as well, too, it can be a little bit easier for those that are maybe a little bit scared of, of that in-person connection, but making connections online or researching through LinkedIn and finding shared connections. It's another great way to, to kickstart that. Absolutely. 100%. You know, and I think someone once told me a really a great thing to do is to, if you can through LinkedIn and often I will notice in LinkedIn postings, HR folks are putting this out there now, you know, that this is the person who is the contact for this particular job. So, you know, a little, hi there, how are you? I'm interested in this role. Could you tell me a little bit more about it? That doesn't, that doesn't put anybody out. I don't think. Absolutely. I think it just goes a long way to show how much how much more interest there is versus just clicking and applying. Exactly. So in terms of the skills and um, the program and the classes that you took at Humber, which ones are standouts now that you think um, as helping you in your day-to-day -day role? Well, I have to say right off the bat, because I, again, I never thought this would be the case, but it was actually the um, in year one, the whole Microsoft Office suite. I mean, you can attest to this, that if, you know, Excel spreadsheets, our lives are Excel spreadsheets, PowerPoint presentations. If you are a marketer, if you are anybody in business, you are going to have to present something at some point. You are living in PowerPoint. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And then, I mean, Word, I mean, you do have to kind of know how to create a document, you know? So like on a very, very basic fundamental level, I think those are really important. Uh, that was a really important course. And then I think when you kind of get into year two, well, even, you know, I know people didn't think much about it. I mean, it just seems like a course you have to get through. But even something like microeconomics, which is like a big topic, it really helps. You know, like even the work I'm doing now, it helps for you to know, even if it's always just in the background, you know, like I deal with pricing structures and things like that. That's all touched on in economics and just laws of supply and demand. Like you can, you know, all the stuff, all the crazy purchasing behaviors and everything that happened during COVID, it's supply and demand, you know? People were terrified to go out of their homes. They didn't go to, when they went to the grocery store, they went once and stocked up, you know? And that's just, and you, you only, that only kind of makes sense to you if you sort of know that that's how the market works, right? You can see those trends and fluctuations because as marketers, you're gonna be talking about that a lot. So in terms of um, what's happening in the world right now, so obviously, as we mentioned, the last year and a half has really turned the world on its head um, and trends are completely different than they were a year and a half ago. So what excites you now when you are out in the world? What are those exciting marketing trends or things that you're seeing um, that are making you excited to be in this industry? I 
I definitely think this this real shift now into not just digital but e-commerce like the growth of everybody ordering now online I think I mean we've seen those numbers go up you know people people did it it was convenient you know lord knows Amazon did did very well even in the time before as I call it um but since then you know I think not only were businesses pushed more into digital but I think but we were too as consumers we were pushed into it and i think a lot of us really liked it i think we liked the idea that it's like oh wow i can just sit here and Absolutely. i can well the big i mean i had to have to say i'm part of the statistic i basically spent the whole time on like the furniture channels ordering myself new furniture and redoing my place <laughs> I think the most exciting part of being in lockdown last year was seeing what deliveries I was getting from Amazon every single day. So I was definitely part of that statistic as well too. Every day was Christmas. It was awesome. <laughs> it was like your birthday, opening another present. What's coming today? Human connection through packages. Yeah, exactly. And then I just think also, I mean, this is probably because it's the work I'm doing now, but really seeing how wondering now in terms of consumer behavior, how much are we going to go back to the way things were and how much are we going to stay with these new adaptations that we've made? You know, will we keep some of these trends, you know, mm -hmm. that we won't just we won't just completely revert to how we lived life in the past. How was the experience interviewing virtually for your role? That was very interesting. I actually felt really kind of I guess blessed really sort of in a way. Um, that I had actually done OCMC and of course all the other courses at school where you do presentations and certainly case study. It was a case study competition, OCMC, where you, you know, you've got 30 minutes to read a case and then you literally figure out who, you know, what is the problem? What are they trying to do? Who's their target market? Like basically a SWOT analysis, you know, what are their strengths, weaknesses, all of that. Then you come up with options, different options that are available, and then you make recommendations and possibly a timeline. Well, the interview for this job was <laughs> a part of the interview. I mean, there was, of course, there was the, it was an actual interview. Hello, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. But the real test in the interview was, here's a case. You've got 30 minutes to read this case. Now do a little presentation, <laughs> power presentation. What would you suggest to the client based on the information that's in here? And I thought, did Humber actually just prepare me for this interview for my job? Do the same. By, by, but that's it, you know, I mean, maybe that's just it. You realize that all of that is kind of the same. I will say, I actually really liked interviewing online. I I kind of enjoyed it for some reason. I found it, I found it strangely less intimidating than mm -hmm. sitting across from the table. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why that was, but I I actually really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Um, if you could go back and give yourself some advice as you were preparing to graduate from Humber, what is the advice that you would give yourself? You kind of touched on it. I think I would say, you know, it's honestly, it's that networking thing. I would say, take that, take a bit of time when you first get out of school. Don't panic when you first get out of school. It is, you know, um, it may take some time. If, if you haven't done an internship and they haven't hired you on right away after you finish school, uh, first of all, stay connected to those people because something will come up with them the first time uh, a position is available. They will think of you first. And then second of all, just start reaching out, you know, and, and I would say, yeah, avoid the, uh, the awful feeling of 
just endlessly applying, endlessly applying, endlessly applying. I mean, I know it is a numbers game. You know, for every 10 that you send out, you might get one interested email. And I know it can be like that, that you have to build it up. But try not to panic too quickly. I mean, if you have to take a Joe job somewhere, just doing something, just do it. And then focus on what you want to do. Absolutely. I think even too, how you said, you know, if you have to take a job, to take a job while you look for the right one. I think it's also looking at what are those transferable skills? Every job is going to teach you something. So how can you take those transferable skills? Maybe not from your dream job, but you know, identify and keep yourself motivated while you're searching for a job as to what that current job is teaching you for the next one. Okay, my last question is going to be, give me your favorite either book or online resource or something that you have used in the last year to continue your education, whether that's on a business side or just anything that has stri struck an interest. Um, I, well, I'm a big believer in um, continuing education. Like I always, I'm always trying to learn, I'm always trying to learn something new, you know, keep the little gray cells alive. I, oh gee, I don't, any particular, Oh, yes. If you're going to be in digital marketing, if that's particularly where you're interested in, although this is not even not totally specific, it's even for business writing. Um, there's a there's a wonderful author named Anne Handley, um, and she has two books out. One is called Everybody Writes and the other one is, oh, it's a content. Oh, my God, I can't believe I can't think of the name of it. It's a content book. Um, and those two are wonderful because First of all, everybody writes applies to anything that you have to do in, in, in your business or in your work, even your private life as well. You know, just a lot of it is that simple stuff, you know, concise, clear, get to the point, but she has wonderful tips and tricks. You know, when you're getting yourself bogged down and the picture's so big and you've got to get so much across, you know, she gives you some steps to cut through all the noise and say what you need to say. Right. And, and it's, and so I would recommend. Great. Anne Handley, she's got two books out there that are very, very, very good. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, James, for all of your great wisdom and advice for our future grads. Thank you so much. This has been, it's been so much fun to be on the other side of the microphone for a change. <laughs> the books James was referring to is Everybody Writes and Content Rules. Mm -hmm.